This week on The Breakdown, Peter, the Danish darling Eastgate, goes head-to-head with Ellie, the electrifier, Elezra, in a high-stakes poker cash game. The straddle is on. The straddle is $2,000. We're talking super high stakes here. It was the year 2009 or something, so that was probably worth even more than $2,000 is now. We're going to break it all down for you on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. So you had asked me before if I didn't like your opening right. to knock it. I want sincere feedback. You want me to knock it right on the show? Go ahead. Bring it on. There are things about it that really work. Okay. But the thing like that doesn't that. work <laughs> <laughs> is that you, you always do this. You start with like a particular tone of voice. You know, like a blah, 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 And that's cool, and that works. But then you always end up in your normal Grant voice. But didn't you, didn't you think the last one I did was pretty good? I did. So I don't always do that. You kind of did it there, too, but it was still pretty good. You did it more here. I feel like that you, like, lose the tone of it. And then it's like, so it goes from one thing to another. I think you're supposed to keep consistent with the openings. I had to learn this. So, I mean, I'm, so I'm giving you the benefit of my experience. Okay. <laughs> I have a... I have a question for for the listeners. Actually, oh, okay. This is this is going to be uh, genuinely. I want you to answer this on Twitter. Oh, all right. No, don't worry. This is good. Seriously, would you listen to a podcast that is akin to a rap battle? Oh, where the entire podcast is just Jonathan and I going back and forth with breakdown openings. Okay. There will never actually <laughs> there will never actually be a breakdown performed. It'd just be like forty minutes that. of us going back and forth on breakdown openings. I think we could probably do that for. Seven minutes on one of these shows, and it would be entertaining, but that's probably All right. about it. So seriously, answer the, on Twitter. Say like, ser- No one's going to answer say that Say, like, please don't do it, or please do do it. No one in the world is going to answer that. Why? Well, now they are, because I just said no one would, but very few people are going to respond to Damon that. in San Diego is going to do that. He's yeah. going to answer that. Sure. Yeah, that guy's going to A few of the hardcore it. people are definitely going to respond to that. Yeah. But mostly, they're not going to respond to that. They're going to say, if they do, they're going to say, please don't. Why would they say that? It sounds like an amazing idea. It's funny. 40 minutes sounds pretty brutal. (laughs) It's like a rap battle, man. You got to get in there. I get you. Yeah. Hey, guess who didn't suggest the hand today? Brian did not suggest the hand today. Brian, you're out. Yeah, sorry, man. You're you're no longer a part of this We your praises, but, you know, the poker guys are a fickle beast. You know what it's about? It's about delivery. It's about actually, like... It's not about process. Well, I think the problem for Brian is he set the expectations so high. You know? It's just like... When you go out on the first date with, with a new significant other, you don't want to act like the greatest ever because then you got to live up to that. A you... new significant other. Wow. Yeah. That is not how it works, person who's only dated like three people in their lives. You just go out on a date with someone. They become a significant other much later. Okay. That's life. not what I meant. A new potential significant other. Okay. There you yeah. Go. You're good. You don't, you don't want to bring your A game on the first date. <laughs> no, you don't. You, you want to bring like your C minus <laughs> game. Set those expectations <laughs> nice and low. Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's how you do it. Low expectations is really the key to life. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And that's what we have for you now, Brian. Congratulations. Yeah. So actually, anything you do now is fine, I guess. So my new favorite person is Isaac Carlisle because Isaac oh, yeah. Carlisle did suggest this hand. Indeed. He suggested others as well. So this is one of those hands where it's very clear that mistakes are made. And uh, it's one of those hands where before we do this, Jonathan says, I'm going to try my best to defend him. That's I'm what gonna, happened. We're yeah. going to see it. I don't know how this is going to go. I'm going to pull it off. I don't know how this is going to go gonna for be you. so hard. One decision so in particular hard. is going to be very no, there's difficult. One, one decision is going to be super hard, but I'm going to try. You're going to try. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, cool. So it is high stakes poker. And it. I guess it was 500 
uh, 1K, which is the biggest they ever played. And then they had a probably 2K mandatory straddle because Eastgate did it, and he wasn't much of a, I'm just going to straddle for fun guy. for shiz. Yeah, so that's a big game. Yeah. Real big game. So Eastgate does straddle to 2K. Uh, folds to the button, who is David Benjamin Benjamin. Yep. His middle name is Benjamin, little known fact. Uh, he limps the button with King-10 off. I mean, uh, who cares, but you should probably raise. There's money. There's so much money out there. It's really odd to do that. Um, he's not a bad player, so maybe he's got a, a limping strategy thing, but it seems terrible. I'm going to tell you what. That limp made somebody a lot of money. Yeah. It agreed. really did. Agreed. Um, so King-10 off. He's going to limp because, I don't know. French, because. French thing, maybe. It, he loves the crepes. Crepes and uh, croissants. Yeah. All the C word stuff. Crust. Just crust. Crust. All sorts of crust. Yes. Non, non-food non crust. <laughs> Ew. I don't want to know what you're talking about there. Volcanic crust. Okay. Ellie Elezra. The Earth's crust. The Electrifier. Ellie the yeah, Electrifier. Yeah, that was a weird nickname. Well, you come up with some alliteration for Ellie. You call him the Israeli something. Oh, because I went with Danish for yeah. Peter Escape. Yeah, I guess I could have, yeah. but I decided to go electricity-based. What's an I word? The Israeli intern, <laughs> Eli Lezra. Eli Lezra is far from an intern. Uh, he's in the small blind, so he has to 1,500 to complete. He's got 5-3 of diamonds. It's definitely worth playing this hand oh, of course. in this spot, so he does. Hilary Zygmunt Sahamis in the big blind with ace-deuce completes. Uh, and Eastgate's in the straddle with 6-4 off. So He gets to just... I guess there's tap the table. Although he's already put in, you know, the average monthly income for an American household, probably. That is certainly not true. But moving on. What's the average income? I don't know, but an American the average monthly it's income not for 20, an American household is not twenty four thousand dollars a year. Yeah, it's probably it's something like significantly 40, higher. Forty thousand. Yeah. yeah, maybe even more now. So he put in at least half though of that. Okay, but this is back then too. Anyway, let's not talk about this. Why? <laughs> Why we're here to talk, let's man? Let's talk a about. Let's do a little rap battle. No. A non-rapping rap battle. No, it's a, it's a breakdown opening battle. Today on The Breakdown. Go. Phil Helmuth and Antonio Esfandiari draw swords with their cards. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Today on a very special breakdown, Puggy Pearson and nice. Doyle Brunson actually fight real <laughs> fisticuffs over the 10-deuce game. They don't play 7-deuce when Doyle's there. They play 10-deuce. Yeah. They should. Yeah. Today on the breakdown, <laughs> a hero will fall. Who? Who's the hero? Darwin Moon <laughs> will fall. All right, let's stop. All right, we're done. I think we killed the joke. I think we t- it's it's dead. Um. Anyway, so pre-flop, nobody put in an aggressive action. There's a straddle. There's 9,200 in the pot. Okay. You know what would be nice? 9,200 Bitcoin. Oh, my gosh. That would be a ton of money. That is so much money, bro. You're retired. You're good. You are well good. Yeah. I'm I'm living it up. I'll you know, tell you what. You know what else is well good? A place that uses Bitcoin as its currency? Uh, for poker specifically? Yeah. yeah, poker specifically. Yeah. Where? Nitrogen Sports Poker. Tell me more. I will. Okay. So Nitrogen Sports Poker, Bitcoin only, as we're saying, it's got great software, super smooth. They just upgraded it, including half the rake that it used to be for the max. Super cool. That sounds nice. Now comparable to other major poker rooms. Cool. Sites like Poker Stars. Um, but the best things about it are not that, although that is great. The best things are the lightning fast withdrawals and deposits, bro. Talking 15 minutes tops usually. Cool. That is really cool. That is really actually really cool. Yeah. You get well, your money. You yeah. get it. 
You so want it? You get it. You get it. Boom. Yeah, it's you yours. get it. That's also the place where the poker guys play. Yep. But if you want to play with the poker guys, you got to use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up. Yeah, we got some secret stuff that we do. You got to use the link or else you can't find us. You want the free rolls? You want to be involved? By the way, free rolls, which are now going to have bounties on our heads again, like we used to. Well, in the there's going to be a paid tournament with bounties on our head. That is what it's going to yeah, be. But there's also going to be free rolls. Yeah. So both. Right. You want both those things? You got to you sign gotta get up. All, you got to get all the things. You got to do it. You got to find us. You got to play with us. Yeah. Get also, owned. Get owned. You know, the NFL season is starting up soon. Oh, and yeah. they are going to have another one of their famous, apparently, yeah. NFL survivor pools. I'm a big NFL survivor pool player myself. It's super awesome. You put in some money at the beginning of the year. It's a winner-take-all kind of a deal, and it is going to be big. Because they yeah. have, I think it was hundreds of thousands of dollars was in it last year, no? Isn't that what they um, said? No, I, I think he said about 100000 Okay. Yeah. So six figures. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I'm definitely playing it and would like some of that. Uh, yeah, money's good. Survivor is a really fun NFL game to play. It's easy. It takes almost no time each week, and it's a fun sweat. And once in a while, you win a lot of money. You can also do all sorts of other sports betting, pretty much whatever you want on nitrogen. Yeah, that's yeah, right. So, but use the link in the description and play the poker with us and then do the sports betting. Do all the things. Bet, bet all the money. Sounds great. Yeah, sounds like a good time. All right, so... We're going to the flop. We got four-way action here. The button and the three blinds, effectively. Yeah. Uh, we got Ellie and everybody besides Ellie and uh, and and the Danish flyer, whatever I call him. Peter the Danish Eastgate, destroyer. The Danish Dumbledore. Peter nice. Eastgate uh, is going to be a garbage human. The flop is Queen 6-4 Rainbow. Well, you can see why. Most notably, Peter Eastgate. Flopped bottom two pair. Most notably, Elliot Lezra flopped an open ender. He did with the three five of diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a pretty good flop, and the other guy's just completely whiffed. Yeah. David Benjamin could have just won this pot. Could have had it. I mean, Ellie would have called them from the small blind for sure. If you think raised. so? Yes. Yeah, I guess. I mean, David makes it like 8,500. You think Ellie just calls out of Yes. Small? Are you kidding? Have you it's, not seen that guy play? That's true. That might be evidenced by future plays in this hand. Maybe Benjamin just wanted to play a small pot. In position with Ellie guaranteed in the pot and just like and not having to play a huge pot with him until he wants to. Ellie likes yeah, to call anyway. I guess. Maybe that's part of what's going on. Maybe not, but maybe. Maybe. Anyway, he doesn't matter. He's a garbage human now. Forget yes. about him. Okay. He's not worth thinking He's about. He's out of my head. Yeah. Um, so it goes check from Ellie. He could consider betting with his open-ender here. He could, but it's fine to check. It's fine to check. With because three people behind him. Most of the time he's getting called at least once and you need some fold equity if you're going to bet an open-ender. I think so. Um, it's okay to bet it though, Yeah. Too. Sahami's so checks. Now, Eastgate, he checks, and I don't think I like that. He's got bottom two here. I'm a little confused as to why Eastgate is checking. I, I, I feel like we need to do a couple things, get value and protect our hand. Like, yeah. four ways to the turn is kind of scary with bottom two. There's almost no good cards for us on the turn, right? Like, everything yeah. could make us a second-best hand, and we wouldn't know most of the time, right? Right. A queen. A queen pairing, would we'd be like, well, well now we don't have over now, hand. yeah. Yeah, um, but... We almost always have the best hand here, right? I mean, I guess the big blind and the small blind can have queen six and queen four. Right. But um, they don't have it that often. We, we block, block some we of block that, all of course. Those things, yeah. um, anyone can have a queen. Just seems weird not to decide to bet and build a pot and protect against three other players specifically. Right. I mean, I want to fold out the gut shots, right? That sounds good. Or, you know, at least charge them. Yeah. One of those two things. Right. Seems weird to just let them have infinite odds, as we say, which means it's free. Yeah. And Benjamin decides not to stab in position because it would be a bad idea. He's smart to just check and yeah. try and hope for a king, jack, or ten. Right. The turn makes Peter Eastgate feel good that he didn't chase anybody away. Yes. 9,100, 9,200 in the pot still. It's a six of hearts. 
That's a good card for me. That's you. a really good card. He's got sixes full of fours now. Queen six six four board. He's got the third nuts. That's a good spot. And yeah. nobody has pocket queens, so he really has the second nuts. He effectively has the second nuts. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Even though some of our viewers might say when we say effectively the second nuts, we're wrong because it's not the second nuts, but you know what we mean, people. You're well, the when podcast. we say the word effective, then you yeah. can't get off our backs, yeah. bros. The podcast listeners aren't like that. Yeah, no, they're they, not. They they're very it. understanding. Yeah, they understand. Because they pay mean. attention and they're smart. They're smarter. They're, they're smarter, smarter and they're better looking. They're definitely better looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for Brian. That guy messed up. <laughs> <laughs> He's not allowed to listen anymore. <laughs> okay, so six on the turn. Uh Ellie's still got the open ender. He decides to check again. He could decide to rep the six and I think build he's a supposed pot. to bet. Yeah, you can rep a six easily and, he has all and build sixes. a pot in case he hits. And also, he could, yeah, everyone might just, if no one has anything, he gets to win with five high. Amazing. Yeah. He builds a pot. Um, he starts to tell a story. So if someone decides to call him once on the turn, they may fold the river sometimes, right? Um, there's so many good things that happen by betting here. Right. He decides to check. And I guess it's good he's not building a pot because if he builds it, he doesn't want them to come. They will not as come. It, as it is because yeah. Petey Boy over there, he's the one who's really building. He's the, the builder. The Danish Duck Dynasty guy. Danish Duck Dynasty, yeah, that's yeah. good alliteration there for Thanks. sure. Anyway, Ellie decides to check. Uh, Sahamis is done with the hand with his ace-deuce. He checks. Yeah. Eastgate's got to bet now. He's got to start building a pot now. Oh, yeah, of course. So he does. He bets 5K into 9,200. Could be bigger, but it's fine. Whatever. Totally fine. Benjamin folds. Ellie makes the first bad decision in this hand that I think he makes. I, I'm going to call it. I call it a bad decision. I think Jonathan's going to try to defend it. I'm going to try. I think it's, you're going to fail. We'll um, see. He raises to 15000 Yeah. Okay. So do you want me to explain why it's bad first, or do you want to defend no, it first? No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. Very simply, Peter Acegate very often has trips. Like, he has trips a lot of the time, and if he doesn't have trips, he has a queen. Yeah. And it's Ellie. Yeah. Eastgate's not folding to this raise very often. Like, maybe 10% of the time Eastgate's folding to this raise, right? Um, I don't know if that's true. You think it's more than 50%? I mean, let's go over the kind. Here, I'm going to start to make my case, bro. Okay. Um, so Eastgate doesn't have. Well, I when Eastgate has value, he's got queens and sixes almost always, and and frequently a six. I mean, he can have a queen just as easily as a six. Why? Why frequently a six? He might decide to check a queen on the turn sometimes. He's probably going to bet it, but he checks six four on the flop, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. You're right. Yeah. It's a, it's a little unclear. Um, there's a lot more queens he can have than sixes because of just card removal. But anyway, but he can still have a ton of sixes without question. All Not of the question. sixes. Every single six in the deck he can have. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so, what? It's this is actually a good board, though, to bluff, right? This is a good board to take a stab at if okay. you don't have anything, right? Because the the David Benjamin is the only one who can't reasonably bluff this board. All the blinds can bluff it. Mm-hmm. So, the small blind decided to check, and the big blind decided to check. So, now it's Eastgate. If you don't have anything, this is actually kind of a great time to bet. I actually did this play in uh, the Monster Stack late in day one. Um, almost the same spot where the a card pairs that hit that's good for you and the other people who it's good for have already decided to check again and there's only like one person behind you it seems like such a good spot or then the person behind you is someone who it's really not good for their range it's a great spot to bluff right eastgate's the guy who folded trips to tom Dwan, right but this that's different than bluffing no it is but he, do you really think he's bluffing that frequently here into three opponents it's a good spot to bluff okay. even into three opponents after the two blinds check it's actually a pretty darn good spot to bluff. If you think he's bluffing a lot, then I guess this raise is okay. I have no idea how often he's bluffing. I don't mean to say... I'm saying it's a reasonable... It's, it's a very reasonable spot to bluff. Okay. I really think it is. 
I think it's actually a pretty good spot to bluff. Like, I think you should be. I, I think, think these are fair you points. Be but that, here. I mean, the point is more about what is his bluff frequency in actuality. How, how would we know we, that? We don't know. We don't know. Okay, so that's your. He's point, a thinking though. player, though. He's a smart thinking player. Yeah. So this is not a bad time to take a small shot. It's a small shot anyway. I mean, if anyone's going to bluff, I mean, any of the blinds in him are the three people who can bluff it, and two of the people pass on their option to do so. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's case number one to be made for why the Ellie raise is actually reasonable. Okay. Because we only have five high, so we can't call and then check fold the river. That's bad. I think that's actually fine. If if Eastgate's bluffing a lot, why wouldn't we want to raise right now? Oh, if he's bluffing a lot. Right. I think, yeah. Well, my point is I don't think Eastgate is bluffing that often here into three opponents. I just don't feel like he is. But the I understand normally why you might say that, but in this specific situation i feel like this is i don't know i mean let me be clear but this is a great spot to bluff and i feel like good players see that as like like if the if the four or the six pairs that's a great spot for like if there isn't a straddler for the big blind to bluff it once it's been checked through once and it's there's only if there's three or four people in the hand okay usually well if you think he's bluffing a lot then it's a good raise by ellie but yes. if he's not bluffing a lot it's a horrible raise by well ellie. let's continue i'm not okay. done yet i'm not done with my defense of ellie all right go ahead so that's one factor. If Eastgate has a queen, I'm not sure he's going to call two streets. I'm sure he'll call once. Yeah. Is he going to call on the river? If we Also, if he's got a bad queen, is he really going to call now? I don't know. He's in a bit of a tougher spot with a queen. We're not 100% sure if he's betting a queen. So if we can fold out a queen and we can fold out the bluffs that actually have us beat, that's pretty useful. That's pretty good. We do build yeah. a pot for when we make a straight. These are reasonable points. It's hard to imagine we are drawing dead. It turns out we are. But you wouldn't think we are very often. Eastgate would often bet his big hands on the flop. Yeah. We're surprised he didn't. Yeah. So like two pair sets, whatever. Like if he somehow has a set of fours, like he usually is going to bet that on the flop, right? Okay. You've done a reasonable job defending this. It actually came out way better than I thought it was going <laughs> to. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, because my I, whole point is I don't, I don't think, I don't feel like Ellie has too much fold equity against Eastgate's range here. And yeah. if you're going to raise a draw, you need fold equity along with it. Without question. Yeah. Um, but I guess you have to believe, one, Eastgate's going to fold the queen sometimes either now or later in the hand. Right. Two, we, of course, then have to have a plan to barrel the river if we miss. Yeah. No question. Um, to try and fold out that queen. And three, we have to believe Eastgate is sometimes just taking a shot because it's such an ideal spot to bluff on the turn. Like, he should be, he might, it's possible with almost his entire non-value range he should be betting here. I'm not saying he is, but it's a really reasonable spot to be doing that. Yeah, I just don't think he is. But you don't have any reason for that, except you just don't think so. Just right? from watching him on high stakes poker, he yeah. was relatively tight, straightforward. I think that is mostly true. But when I remember, I remember him from the World Series where he was, compared to other players anyway, like very aggressive and it's a tournament. He didn't have to have it. Yeah, it's true. It's different. It's true. So I don't know how much he's bluffing, but that's at least my defensive alley. And it's as you said, it, it came out better than I thought. It did. It came out better than I expected it to. I'm looking as well. forward to continuing to defend whatever the next play is. I that think comes in up. theory that's pretty oh good luck with the next one. I think in theory that's pretty good. I think in practice, Eastgate was actually pretty nitty in this game, and it's unlikely that he's gonna have a ton of folding range here. Even even if it's just let's 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 explore this just a little bit further okay. and we'll be done. Even if it's just Eastgate's betting a queen. Or trip sixes. We're never folding out trip sixes. We know this. Of course, yeah. We, that's not our plan. But we might be able to fold out queens kind of almost always if you if we feel like he's playing nitty. Like, we just check-raise. That six absolutely is a big part of our range, too, as Ellie. Yeah. We just check-raise, then we bomb the river. How is he supposed to call? These are fair points. Even if he has a... I mean, he, he doesn't have ace-queen. We know that, right? Neither do we. 
But um, like the best queen he has, I guess he can have king queen sometimes and decide not to raise it. I think he probably would in a cash game when he straddles it. He's usually going to raise there. But um, queen jack, he's, gonna, he's, ne- he's never going to have that good a queen is my point either. Neither yeah, are we. But he has the infinite combos of sixes. I don't know, probably like 100, of course. 140 combos of sixes and we're just lighting money on fire against that. No doubt, but there are. There's only two sixes left in the deck, and there's three queens left in the deck. Yeah, so every yeah. time he has a queen, he's probably going to bet also, and every time he has a six, he's going to bet. We're able to fold out the queen successfully most of the time. It's probably a profitable play. And by the way, we make a straight sometimes and win that way too. Yeah. Okay. These are fair points. So I feel like I can still defend this, even if even if Eastgate's never or almost never bluffing there. All right. Fair enough. All right. All right. Look Although at this. It is nice to just call and try to realize your equity in a spot where. By the way, another thing that could happen is we can get blown off our hand. If we get blown off our hand, we're just going to fold comfortably, and it, that's that, right? I mean, that's okay. But it kind of sucks because we had, like, supposed equity against most of Eastgate's range. Um, yeah. I mean, but what are we getting blown off our hand by? How many hands, really? Very. Few. Some of the sixes might decide to three-bet. Not too many, though. Yeah. Right? So if it's not too many, then it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing is I, I actually kind of I don't hate the idea of bluffing here because we have five high. We have zero showdown value. So True. deciding to turn into a bluff is better than if we had, you know, a gut shot with an ace high, which, you know, you have less outs, but you're good sometimes at least, you know? Yeah. Um, so to me, that's, there's that too. That's another piece. Okay. All right. You got me. It was a good. Yes. One. You, did a, you did a good job. I'm so happy that we're, we're, we're like halfway home. We still got a whole other mountain to climb. I mean, this one's going to be tough. Well, you know what? This first one, you, I think you let off this first one saying, I don't know how you're going to defend this. And we did it. You did a good job. Thanks. Uh, we'll, we'll see about the next one. Um, so now what do you think Eastgate should do after Sahami's folds? Right. That's a good question. Okay, let's, let's balance. The, our, there's pros and cons here. The, the pro to raising instead of just calling, because those are obviously our only two options. Yeah. The pro to raising is it's Eli Alezra. He doesn't like folding. That yeah. guy does not like folding at all. The con is every time Ellie's bluffing, he's probably going to have to find a fold. And it's so strong for us to three bet. It's possible he's going to fold more hands than he actually, even he should. He might, you know? he might fold his trip, a lot of his trip sixes if we three bet. <sighs> Ellie, I don't know if Ellie's going to do that. If Ellie has six, seven and Eastgate makes it 45K, maybe he calls, but it's bad if he calls. It's I'm pretty sure call. Ellie calls that. It's a really bad call, but yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure he does. Uh, but here's the here's the the con to raising, or or not maybe the con, but a reason not to is if Ellie bets the river, we get to put in a raise anyway, right? Yeah. And if he's bluffing, we get to capture that bet. Yeah. Which by the way, Ellie is bluffing right now. So right. if he misses, Ellie does have to barrel the river now. Absolutely. Like that's gotta be part of the plan is not to give up on the river when we get called here. Right. Ellie's also the type of guy who might check raise a queen here, and we don't yeah. want to blow that off. Right. A queen might bet or it certainly will call on the river. Yeah. It just seems like it's also we have what we have one eighty eight behind if we call here. Yeah, um, Ellie made it. How much? Fifteen. It's gonna be really hard to get all that money in. We it can't is. really get it all in unless we raise right now. That's a reason to raise. But uh, what are we getting in it against? Also, like yeah. what's calling us down? Maybe pocket fours. There's one combo. A six exactly might decide to go with it right now. Yeah, queen six has got us beat, and yeah. we're t- and we're chopping with the other six four. So. I think I like a call better because we're in position. If we're out of position, we might decide to re-raise. What do you think? I agree. The position matters a lot because yeah. we get to make sure a bet goes in on the river no matter what. Yeah. That feels a, like that's a big a key. deal. That's a key. If Ellie has a big hand, we're probably going to have to raise this on the river anyway. Yeah. Because our hand's just too strong. Um, if Ellie has a big hand, cool. He can pay us off or we can pay him off. Right. Fine. Okay. And that's what Eastgate decides. He does call. 
Yeah. And I, and I think it's probably correct. I think it is. Uh, so the pot is now $39,200. If Ellie somehow decides to bet, like, near pot, it's still a lot to move in on the river. We can get close to getting it in at least, you know, from, yeah. from Eastgate's point of view. Maybe maybe we can even just go for, like, the massive shove, like the slight overshove, and be like, eh, whatever. It's hard to imagine getting it in. It is. It's so too much. 39200 going to the river. The river is the deuce of not any suit that matters. I didn't write down the suit. This is an unlucky card for Ellie. Yeah. Now it's queen, six, four, six, deuce. So Ellie's just made the straight. That's bad. That's very unlucky. Very unlucky for Ellie. Very, very bad. Because if you're Ellie, before this deuce comes, you're thinking, all right, I'm going to have to bluff. I'm going to bet. I'm betting all rivers, right? No matter yeah. what I'm betting. Um, unless I hit a five or a three exactly, I might decide to check. Even I mean, though... no, because Eastgate never has a four. Right, right. We're still trying to fold out a queen. Yeah. You're right. Okay, so I'm betting no matter what here. And... Uh, and how much am I going to bet? The pot's got almost forty k in it. Cool. I'm going to bet like twenty three thousand or twenty five thousand. Well, but he now, had, now he, we just made our straight, and it's like, well, now I want to get called by a six. Yeah. So I think I actually like what Ellie does here. Me too. Thirty nine thousand two hundred in the pot. Ellie bets fifty five k. Ellie's trying to get called by trip sixes. Yeah. It looks a lot like like you can have a six a lot of the time here, and Ellie's like, all right, pay me the max value for a six. Right. I like that. I think it's this is a good time to overbet because we can really reasonably come up with a worse hand that our opponent can have that just feels too strong to fold. Right. So this is where... So now Eastgate's in this spot, and he has the third nuts, which is effectively the second nuts against It's the Ellie. second nuts here, yeah. Um, but it's not a straightforward spot. It's right. not because this is, this is where opponent dependency comes into play strongly. Like if, if it's Phil Helmuth making the sizing against you, you might consider just calling as Eastgate, even though you have effectively the second nuts. Because the question is, what's Phil Hummuth going to pay me off with, right? There's He never has pocket deuces because the deuce came on the river. Mm-hmm. He's not playing deuces like this. Yeah. Pocket fours, there's one combo, and that's questionable after he bets more than pot that he'll pay you off. So we're down to queen six, which there are three combos of that beats us. I mean, I think Phil's going to pay us off with pocket fours, ultimately. Probably. I think he is. Um, is it possible we could have a, we could have made a straight... Um, raise and then Phil's going to just pay us off with all his full houses. I think so. I think he's going to just have to pay us off with yeah. his full houses. Okay, but there's only one combo of pocket fours. Yeah, there's like six deuce and there's pocket fours and I can't come up with anything else that's a full house that we can yeah. beat. So, because he's not going to show up with deuces full very often. No, ne- <laughs> almost never. Well, pretty much never. All right, but that's Phil Helmuth. This is Elia Lezra. Right. So Eastgate decides Ellie is a, a guy who just puts money in the pot. I can move in. Well, first thing we know as Peter Eastgate is, Ellie's got a hand. Oh, yeah. Usually. Maybe not always. He's usually got a hand here. He's polarizing himself, right? So yeah. if, we, if he he's could bluffing... Five, he could have 5-7 here. You're, all right. If he's bluffing, you're right. It, but it doesn't matter if he's bluffing. We're not right. getting any more money of that. Of so the question is, are we getting enough? Ellie's, Ellie's got a big hand, so we should go for big value. And he bets so much... Guess what? We can actually make a, a kind of a reasonable raise here and get and, and go for it now. It's kind of scary how big you bet, like I said, like because it's hard to get called by a worse hand, even though we have effectively the second nuts. We're, that queen six looms large. Ellie, it does. Ellie certainly has all the combos of queen six in his hand, which is only three combos. Right. I mean, I wouldn't. I think as Eastgate, we can't be afraid of queen six. I think we probably have to move in even on Phil Helmuth ultimately because it's just one hand that's beating us, and there aren't very many combos. We have to give it. our opponent a chance to make a huge mistake and call with some. Maybe too wide of a range sometimes. Sometimes Phil makes a crazy hero call, too. Yeah. We've seen it. And we just... I, I think we probably have to move in against pretty much everybody here anyway, but Ellie is such Ellie, a dream guy to do Ellie's it Ellie's a slam dunk move in. Ellie, Ellie might call with trip sixes, you know? Yeah. If he's got a six, he might just call here. All right. So Eastgate moves in. 188K over 55K. Yeah. 
This I like is, it. This is your chance, buddy. I'm ready. Because Ellie doesn't take too long before calling. <laughs> he yeah. calls with yeah. the straight. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. Is this better or worse than what Oliver Hudson did? That's my first question. First of all, this is definitely better than what Oliver yeah, Hudson did. Yeah, it's probably better. Come on. Yeah. No doubt. Okay, so defend the call. Sure. <laughs> just, I just moved the microphone away from my mouth and looked away. Yeah. Because this is a tough one. Okay. Defend the call. Well, one thing I can't say <laughs> is this is the best hand we're ever going to show up with here. It's nope. not. It's not at all. Not even close. Um, there's. We can definitely show up with better hands. Um, this is not the worst hand we're going to show up with here either, though, in terms of value. Like, we can have a good six here, have check raise and bet the river, right? It has to be a really good six to yeah. overbet the pot for value. I agree. It's like a six or king, king six, right? Yeah. Probably that's it. Yeah. I don't even know if we're going to overbet the pot for value with no. king six. Maybe a six specifically. Maybe. Yeah. Although if we're Ellie, we may see like that deuce come off and think like, well, a straight did come in. Yeah, Eastgate could have a straight. Eastgate can have a straight here. Do I really want to value that myself that much? Why not yeah. bet? Why not bet less? Yeah. He's gonna, probably just going to call with the straight after I check raise. Right. He's not right. going to raise a straight. By the way, this is this is the real problem. What I just said, isn't it? He's not going to raise a straight. That's the key sentence nope. in this whole deal. Ellie just check raised on a paired board and just bombed the river. Yeah, Eastgate's never raising a straight. How can Eastgate raise a straight? And if Eastgate's not raising a straight, you know what else he isn't raising? Uh, trip sixes. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> so as Ellie now, what are we down to? I, it, I'm, I'm really going to struggle to find any reasonable defense here. This is the decision that, that we teased at the beginning that's like, this is <sighs> the hard one. How I thought I was going to do a little better than this, honestly. I thought I was going to have a shot at it. At least it. you did a good job with the other one. I crushed the you other have one. That. You have that in your back This pocket. one, okay. We have better hands here, so we can't say it's near the top of our distribution. It's really not. It's somewhere in the middle. This hand is somewhere in the middle of our distribution, probably. Maybe, maybe yeah. closer to the top than the bottom, but not hugely so. As far when we bet fifty-five k into thirty-nine k, it's right. now it's closer, closer to, to the, the bottom. bottom. Yeah, you're right. Because we may not even. We might do with a six. That's the only trip sixes we'd even bet this much with. Yeah. Right? So you're right. This is the second worst hand we can have here. Yeah. Wow. Well, we and in our mind we can have pocket fours. We can have six four. We can have queen six. Um, six I guess we maybe. could. Have, what? Six deuce, maybe. Six deuce, maybe even six six. Although yeah. Ellie probably raises sixes pre, but maybe not. Maybe not. He might call sometimes. Okay. So maybe quads once in a while, too. Yeah. Although, would we really play quads like this? Would we check raise quads on the turn? It's questionable. Anyway, let's pretend we can. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of better hands. So this is near the bottom of our distribution. That's a reason to fold. Yep. Um, the only reason we can call here is if we think Peter Eastgate can raise a six. No, of course he can't. If we think he can. <laughs> That's insanity. If we believe he can, we can call. For what reason do we think he can? Let's let's recap the action here a little bit for okay. a second. Ellie check-raised it on the turn when the six paired, and Eastgate bet into three opponents. Yeah. Eastgate called this check-raise. Yeah. Ellie then, on the river, that was a deuce, shouldn't change much unless a straight came in. 39200 in the pot. Ellie bet fifty five k. I think I know what happened. I think I understand why Ellie... That called it off, and it's not a good. It's not good. Okay, why? I think because Eastgate just called the raise on the turn, and then moved in on the river. Ellie thinks Eastgate has the same hand. Ellie's calling a chop. That's what I think is going on. Ugh, that can't be good. You, I, I mean, it's only a hundred and thirty-three thousand more to win back your fifty-five plus. Oh gosh. It's, it's Let's not reiterate good. a pretty clear point here that, that you made. Like you're 75,000, yeah. There's a this is a clear point that needs to be made again. 
Eastgate is never, ever moving in with a straight here. I know. If Eastgate has a straight, he's just calling. Maybe Eastgate puts a raise in if Ellie bets like 13K into 39K on the river. But when Ellie right. bets 55K into 39K, That's the thing. having check raised the paired board on the turn, yeah. no good player in the world is moving in with a straight unless he's against the maniac of maniacs. And to be clear, Eastgate is a good player. I, re- yeah. I remember a few a few hands that really show us that he is not a fool and not going to like overvalue his hands. One is the classic Tom Dwan hand where he has trips on the turn and folds to Tom Dwan's big bet incorrectly, but he's got top trips, bottom kicker. He's got what deuce three or something like that. Deuce four and just folds because he's thinking I lose to all of Tom's value here, which is true. Yeah. Tom turned his hand into a bluff in a weird way. That's unlucky for Peter. Um, But that's one hand. The other thing I remember is I think it's with two tables left in the main event. Maybe even one. Oh, I think it's with one table left in the main event even. Um, So the final table, if you will, Eastgate, uh, has like makes a play on the turn, I think, on a paired board with like pocket fives. He like check raises, gets called, and on the river hits his five. And now his five's full of like queens or something like mm-hmm. that. Bets, and the other guy moves in on him. And Eastgate really doesn't like the situation. He doesn't insta call. He does find right. a call, but he's like, he makes like the, oh God, this is awful. Calls the other guy who was bluffing. Peter wins. Um, but. But like it isn't like Eastgate can't wait to get his chips in there like a bad player would. You right. Know? Eastgate understands that this is not a good spot. So if he's not doing it with five three, yeah, he's not doing it with a six because that's worse than five three. Hard to argue. The difference is a six does block full houses, so you could be turning a six into a bluff, which sounds that's absurd. Insane. Absurd. Because Ellie's not folding a full house. Like, no, you'd be turning a six into a bluff to, to get Ellie to fold the straight. To get Ellie to fold the straight. Exactly yeah. the hand. But first of all, no one was doing that back right. then. No one was thinking, oh, I have a blocker. I'm turning this super strong hand into a bluff. No. Um, and mostly that's crazy to do anyway. Mostly you shouldn't do that. Right. Against Ellie in specific, if you've got a six, you should do it maybe with a bad six even now. You should never do that with a six. A six is enough to maybe be beating Ellie. Right. But like six three, you could decide. Well, geez, I gotta fold out Ellie's better six or straight or something like that. You know? Sure. But come on. Yeah. That's, that's not, not what's going. That's not on what's here. happening. So this is just a horrific call by Ellie, right? Yeah. There's no there's no redeeming quality to this call. I mean, is Eastgate ever bluffing? No. Five seven could be a bluff. Would he do? Would he bluff when Ellie bets fifty five k into thirty nine k? If he was, would he really move in the whole 188 anyway? I mean, that seems crazy. He wouldn't do any of this. He just fold. And he's putting 15k on the turn. Right. And Why would he put? He doesn't have to risk 190 thousand dollars. And in this game, Eastgate was never really bluffing no. anyway. And Ellie bet 55 into 39. No, this is um, this is among the worst calls we've seen. This is a bad call. It's horrible. This is one of those spots where you have to sit there and you think, "Wow, this sucks." Like I made my hand and I still have to fold. This is like the Galen Hall bet, you know? Galen Hall against Chris Oliver. Yeah. And they were heads up, by the way. There wasn't like this was a full ring and four people saw the turn, you know? They were heads up and Galen Hall overbet the river and folded to the check raise. They all in yeah. check raise because he knew that Oliver is never going to do that when Hall's already polarized himself. Right. So Hall is now going to call or or fold. He's not going to move in unless he has a true monster. There is one point in Ellie's favor, but it doesn't matter because the river happens and the river's enough. But the one point in Ellie's favor is that Eastgate did not bet the flop. And he has to have had two pair or a set on the flop in order to have a full house now. And you would think he would bet those hands. That is not true. He can have six deuce exactly. Okay, he could have six deuce. That's the one thing he can have. But even so, so then he could have not bet the flop. He would have bet called the turn. Six deuce actually makes perfect sense for Eastgate. Yeah. 
Um, if he decides to move in on the rubber, which I think he would, although Ellie can have 6-4 still, I think you probably have to move in against Ellie in particular. Because guess what? Ellie decides to call this yeah. raise, right? I mean, Ellie calls the all-in. I mean, I was, that was a stab. It's not actually that good of a reason. No. Because the river happens. I mean... But I think if you're Ellie, much like the hand we did recently um, about Pollock against Blumstein, where it's uh, Ace of Hearts against Queen of Hearts on four hearts mm-hmm. on the turn, where it went uh, small blind completes, the Ace of Hearts checks, the fl- checks pre-flop and then checks the all-heart flop... Where it's like, how can this guy have the ace of hearts? He yeah. almost never has it here. Right. And similarly, Ellie could sit here and think, wouldn't he have bet his strong hand on the flop or re-raise the turn if he has such a strong hand? This seems so weird to me, you know? How can he move in on the river? Well, well by the way, Peter Eastgate with exactly two sixes would, would probably play it just like this too, yeah. right? Like, I mean, queen six might play it this way where he's blocking things and just doesn't want to, he's like, well, I can't lose. Right. Which is similar to where he was basically, yeah. right? It's just a bad. It's a really bad call. It's a bad call. It's a bad call, Ellie. You messed it up. The Israeli international. Yep, there you go. The international Israeli. That sounds better. The Israeli internship. <laughs> I keep, keep saying intern. It's hard to come up with words that start with I that are jobs or things. The Israeli island. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of my point. You just made my point for me. The Israeli yeah. Ipecac, because it makes you want to throw up. It d- <laughs> <laughs> Damn! It got real. It got so real. Yeah, it did. Wow. It did. And Amazing. It's real, and now it's over. We are going to be done. All right. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back.